Welcome everyone to Kingdom Rock Radio. We pray that you will enjoy today's message. Now here's a sample of what you'll be hearing today. It is so important we have the Word of God on the inside of us, invested on the inside of us, and grown it inside of us, so when trials do come, the Word of God can't be washed off you. Because when it's in you, it's difficult to destroy. What's on you can be washed off, but what is in you, it is difficult to destroy. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center, located right here in Bremen, Georgia. You can connect with us at our website at www.kingdomrock.org. And now, here is today's message. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Kingdom Rock Network. My name is Shekana Elder, and I'm back here with you again. I have missed you all so much, and I am so delighted to be back again. So let's go ahead and get right into it. If you want to title this lesson, you can title this, I Need Light to Fight. I Need Light to Fight. Now, I want you to understand throughout this lesson how important light is and how we can obtain light. Now, we need light for sight. We need light to see. According to the dictionary, the word light, it means to stimulate sight and make things visible. So I want you to understand tonight that we need light for sight. Somebody say, I need light for sight. I need light for sight. Without sight, I want you to understand that in our lives, when trials come, when storms come, when hurdles come, when we don't have the light of God in our lives, we're constantly fighting, we're having battles, but we can't see what we're hitting. We're just making ourselves worn out and tired and we're fighting darkness with darkness. And I want you to understand tonight that you cannot cast out darkness with darkness. It's gonna take the light of God, amen? So just hang on tight as we get through this lesson tonight. Light is important. It reveals what is real. It allows one to see in the midst of darkness. It enlightens us, amen? And even in science, it tells us light is the main source of energy for all living organisms. But you didn't know that. All right, so all in all, we need light. So I just want to cover a few points for you tonight. So let's go ahead and get right into it. The first point I want to cover is light versus dark. Light versus dark. Our first scripture we're going to go to tonight for this point is going to be Genesis 1, 2, and 4. And it reads, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Now with this scripture, I want you to see how the earth was before God spoke light. It tells us it was dark and it was void. But the moment God spoke and said, let there be light, there was then light. And also, I want you to go also down the scripture and realize where it says that God divided the light from the darkness. He divided the light from the darkness. And if God divided the light from the darkness, I want you to understand that this is an indication that they could not be united together, that they could not be one. He had to divide light from darkness to show us that they are separate. Light is good. Dark is bad. Light is good. And dark is bad. Another scripture I want to cover tonight is Ecclesiastes 2 and 13. And it reads, Reads, excuse me. Then I saw that wisdom excels folly as light excels darkness. Now, the word folly, it also means foolishness. So I want you to understand what this scripture is telling us. Just as wisdom is greater than foolishness, just as wisdom is better than foolishness, just as wisdom excels foolishness, in the same aspect, the scripture is telling us that light is just as greater than darkness. Again, light is good. Dark is bad. So I want you to understand this scripture. 
It takes light to remove the dark. Like I said in the very beginning, we cannot cast out darkness with dark. It's going to take the light of God. Amen. It takes light to remove dark. So let me ask you a few questions for those who are like, I don't need light. Well, I'm going to ask you a few questions. So how many of you at nighttime drive at night without your headlights on? Let me ask you another question. How many of you take pictures at night without the flash? Maybe one more question. How many of you wake up in the morning before the sun get, comes up with your lights off and you get dressed and when you look in the mirror when you get at work, you look absolutely beautiful? It's going to take a little bit of light, some kind of light to give you sight. Light is very important. Amen. We all need light. Whether you want to believe it or not, we all need light. Amen. We need light for sight. So you're probably asking me, okay, Shekinah, I understand light is good, dark is bad. So where can I find this light? Let's take a look at Psalms 119, 105. And it reads, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Now this scripture is talking about the word of God. Jesus' word is a lamp. Lamp is an indication of light. His word is a lamp to our feet. And also it says a light to our path. So once you understand the word of God is a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. So I don't want you to keep going on in your life saying, well, what am I going to do when this trial comes up? Who am I going to look to? I'm so depressed. This is going on. This trial, he did this and she did this. God, what am I going to do? No more of trying to figure out what to do. All we have to do is just look at the word of God because it tells us the word of God is a lamp to our feet and a light into our path. And the word of God will lead us and guide us the way that we should go. Amen. So no more excuses. No more saying, I know what to do. Well, the word of God tells us, look into Jesus' word. It's going to lead us and guide us. Amen. Another scripture I want to briefly cover tonight with this point is John 8 and 12. And it reads, then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Now, this scripture is saying that Jesus, he is the light. And if we make a choice within ourselves to follow him, to follow Jesus, to follow the only one and true living God, to follow the light of the world. This scripture tells us that darkness cannot be in our presence, that darkness cannot abide around us. So let me ask you a few more questions tonight. Who are you following? What are you following? Where are you going? Is it leading you to the light or are you constantly in the darkness? I want you to take a moment and just really evaluate. If your life is constantly in the midst of darkness, where it's gloom over here and it's dark over here, and you can never find an end of a tunnel where there's some kind of light, you should probably ask yourself, hmm, what am I following? Because the Word of God tells us that if we follow Christ, if we follow Jesus, it's going to be light and no darkness. So if you're seeing a lot of dark in your life, maybe take a moment in your life, take a little self-evaluation and figure out where's the darkness coming from. Because Jesus is light, and where there's light, there's no darkness. So if you see darkness, you might want to go and sit down and write some stuff down and figure out where it's coming from. Amen. Nothing wrong with a little self-evaluation every now and then. So in this scripture, I want you to understand that Jesus is light and the word of God is light. Jesus and the word is one. It tells us in the beginning that God was the word. God, excuse me, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. That's a whole, whole bunch of light, light on light on light. Amen. All right. So let's go ahead and continue. With this point, I just really want you to understand, I want you to realize that there is a division between light and dark. There's a difference between light and dark. Light is good, dark is bad. Light is good, dark is bad. Amen? All right, so let's go ahead and continue on. Another point I want to cover tonight is let the light be in you. This is one of my favorite points. Let the light be in you. 
Now, oftentimes, it's so easy for us to proclaim the word of God, to shine all his light. Oh, our God is great. Our God is strong. Our God is great. He can move mountains. I've seen him do it. He will do it again. And it's so easy to proclaim the word of God and proclaim that light when things are going good in our life. When you got all the money in your account, you not really want for anything, really. When your body is strong and healthy, when there's no trials, no enemies, nowhere to be found, it's so easy to proclaim the word of God and speak that light. But I've got a question for you tonight or more so a statement for you tonight. Until we are faced with hardships and difficulties, uncertain situations, that loud flame, sometimes it begins to damper. It it begins to go down. The same speech you were screaming when your bank account was full of money, now it's a little empty. I don't hear you speaking much about, well, the God, he's so great and he's so wonderful. Your speech begins to change. The light of God begins to dampen into you. So, Let me say this here. It's so important that we have the word of God inside of us and not just on us. Because what's in you, excuse me, what's on you can be washed away. But what's inside of you is difficult to destroy. Let me say it one more time. It is so important we have the word of God on the inside of us, invested on the inside of us, and grounded inside of us. So when trials do come, The word of God can't be washed off you because when it's in you, it's difficult to destroy. What's on you can be washed off, but what is in you, it is difficult to destroy. So the word of God must be with inside of us, must be on the inside of us. Amen. The word of God must be in us. Let me give you a brief example. It's just like planting a seed. Planting involves seeds going inside of the ground, inside of the soil. And it's so essential that those seeds go inside of the soil or inside of the ground and not on top of the ground. Because when the heaviness of the rain comes, when the pressure of the wind begins to blow, and when the hot sun begins to beam and heat and, and hit up on that, on that seed, when that seed is inside of the ground, that seed is protected, and it still has the ability to do what it was created to do. Amen? So in the same aspect, when the Word of God is really inside of us, when the Word of God is really inside of you, when circumstances, when trials, when the enemy When any acts of darkness tries to approach the light from the word on the inside of you, it will protect you. It will cover you. It will shield you. It will shine and lift you up. Amen. So I want you to really ask yourself tonight, is the word of God in me or is it on me? Am I just speaking it because I heard my pastor say it? Am I just doing it because I see somebody else doing it? Is the word of God really invested on the inside of you? Ask yourself tonight. Thank you, Lord. All right, so let's go ahead and continue. Another scripture I want to briefly cover tonight with this point is going to be 1 John 1 and 5, and it reads, This then is the message which we have heard of him, and we declare unto him that God is light, and in him, there we go again with in, and in him is no darkness at all. The part I want to focus on in this scripture is the very latter part where it says, God is light, Jesus, he is light. And in him is no darkness at all. So again, we're asking a lot of questions tonight. I want you to ask yourself, is Jesus in me? Am I abiding in him? Is he abiding in me? Ask yourself that question tonight. Another scripture I want to cover tonight with this point is going to be Micah 7 and 8. And it reads, do not rejoice over me, my enemy. When I fall, I will arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord, Jesus, he will be a light to me. Let it read one more time. 
the very end part. When I fall, I will arise. When I sit in darkness, the Lord will be a light to me. So in the midst of your trials, I want to encourage somebody today. In the midst of your trials, when you hit rock bottom, when all hell has broke loose, when your children are going wild, when your marriage just seems like it's just going crazy, I want you to understand when you have hit rock bottom, the scripture tells us when we sit in darkness, the Lord Jesus, he will be the light to us. Amen? So instead of giving up, instead of going out, and instead of staying in that dark, difficult, dark pit, Let us light up our circumstances with the brightest light I know, which is Jesus, the word of God. So when doubt tries to come, light up with the word of God. Well, all things, excuse me, when, when, excuse, let me try again. When doubt tries to come up, light up with the word of God. With God, all things are possible. When defeat tries to come come into your life, light up with the word of God. I have the victory. When insecurities try to come, light up with the word of God. I have the victory. I am fearfully and I am wonderfully made. When weakness tries to come, light up with the word of God. The Lord is my strength. When lack tries to come, light up with the word of God. I am blessed beyond measures and God will supply all of my needs according to his riches and his glory. Amen. And when sickness tries to come, light up with the word of God. By his stripes, I am healed. Amen. Now, all these scriptures that I'm quoting, I want you to understand in order to fight with God's light, we must know and have knowledge of his word. So it's going to be hard for you to fight and proclaim the word and proclaim scriptures and 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 proclaim all this light if you don't have knowledge of it. So I want to challenge you today to get more into your word, open your Bible, learn about what God has called you, learn about what God says who you are, learn about how to get up when you have hit rock bottom. The word of God will lead you and guide you and be a light to you. Amen. So no more complaining, no more crying. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Open your word and we'll lead you. Amen. And one more scripture at this point that I want to cover tonight is Psalms 18 and 28. Your light, a lamp for me, the Lord, my God lights up my darkness. You will always be in the light, even when it seems dark. You will always be in the light when you're following Christ, even when it seems dark. Amen? All right, and in my close, I want to close out with this last point. Darkness must flight at his light. Let me say it one more time. Darkness must flight at his light, talking about Jesus. So the first scripture with this point that I want to cover is John 1 and 5, and it reads, And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness does not comprehend it. I want you to take a quick moment, look at this word comprehend. The word comprehend, it means to grasp mentally, to fathom, to understand. So let me break the scripture down for you. This scripture is telling us when the light of God shows up in the darkness, the darkness doesn't understand. When the light of God shows up in the midst of darkness, the darkness, it doesn't comprehend. When the light of God shows up in the midst of darkness, the darkness, it becomes puzzled and it freezes and it becomes confused. Let me tell you something tonight, that when something is confused, it cannot function to fight. So when something is, so when you're in the midst of darkness and you're in the midst of trials, when darkness is trying to overtake you, remember the word of God, it's a light that will shine so bright that will confuse the enemy and he cannot function to fight. Those trials cannot function to take you out. Those situations cannot put you down. The light of God is much bigger because darkness cannot comprehend the light. It cannot understand the light. It cannot understand why she, why she's still praising. Why is he still lifting his hands? Why is she still worshiping Jesus? Why is she still pressing on towards the mark? Because it's the light of God. 
Amen? Thank you, Jesus. Darkness cannot comprehend the light. So I want to tell you tonight, today, wherever you are, whenever you're watching, the light of God is much greater than any darkness. The light of God is much greater than any darkness. Darkness cannot comprehend the light of God. Amen? Thank you, Jesus. The light of God will prevail over every darkness, every single time. So let me go ahead and get into my closing. The last scripture I want to close with tonight is going to be John, excuse me, Job 12 and 22. And it reads, he reveals the deep things of darkness and brings utter darkness into the light. Let me read it one more time for you. He reveals the deep things of darkness and brings utter darkness into light. So I just got a brief example that I want to show you tonight. Sometimes in our lives, the enemy will present things as a counterfeit. And I mean, it'll look good, it'll smell good, it'll taste good, it'll feel good. He'll present this thing as, as if it is a light. And yes, it will appear as a light because it's good to that flesh. So it would appear as if it's something good, but it's not good for you. But let me tell you something, my friend. The only way you can see if something is real or fake is if you put it in the light of God. Let me show you a brief example here tonight. In my hands, I have two hundred bills. One of these is real and one of these is fake, but we will not know because they look identical. So just like this, the enemy, he will, he will bring something to you. He'll bring this woman, this man, this, 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 whatever it may be. He'll bring things to you and it'll look so good on your plate. But how do you know if it's real or fake? You have to take this hundred dollar bill. And what do we do? We put it in the light. Hmm. Is that real? Hmm. Is that, is that real? Do I see a little line? Do I see the second face? We put it in the light so we can see if it's a counterfeit or if it's real. Amen? So I want you to understand in your life tonight, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, wherever you may go, when things come into your life, take the light of God and shine it all on it because the light of God is bright. The light of God is great. The light of God, it excels anything that is dark. The light of God is greater than any darkness that may come into your life. Amen? So that's all that I have for y'all tonight. So if you would, let's go ahead and go right into prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just thank you so much for this day you have made. And God, I just pray that even so, Lord God, the word that was just brought forth today, God, allow us, Lord God, to walk into your light, God. For God, we don't want to live in darkness anymore, Lord. Anything that's in our eyes, Lord God, that's blind us from seeing the true light, God, allow us, Lord God, to look to you and put all these circumstances, all this darkness in your light. For your word tells us, Lord God, that your light is the only one true light, God. So God, we want to follow your light. We want to look to your light, God. We want to be led by you and led by you alone not by addictions, not by trials, not by circumstances, but God, we want to follow you, Lord God. So right now, Lord God, those that are in a dark ditch right now, they don't know what else to do, Lord God, allow them to look to you, for you are their help, you are their God, for your word says that your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. So God, allow your word of God to lead us and guide us, God. For God, your word also tells us if we follow you, we shall never be in darkness. So God, for those that are watching tonight, Lord God, the ones that no longer want to be in darkness in their dark pit, God, allow them to follow you and look to you for you are the light of this world. And when we follow you, darkness cannot come into our lives. So God, I just thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. And for those that are watching that want to give your life to Christ, right now I want to give you the opportunity to give your life to Christ. So if you would, just repeat after me. Father God, I admit that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe in my heart, and I confess with my mouth that you are Lord and Savior. God, I believe in your death and your resurrection. I believe that you died and you rose, Holy Spirit. So God, 
I give my life to you and I surrender all. I want to be a part of your team for I know your team is always the winning side. Your team is always the winning team. So God, I want to lean to you and look to you. So God, I surrender right now and give my life to you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So if you said that prayer, I truly believe that you have joined the family of Jesus. All right. That's all that I have for y'all tonight. I look forward to seeing you next time. Have a good one. Well, we pray that you were blessed and encouraged by today's message. Don't forget, you can connect with us at our website at kingdomrock.org. It's there that you can hear today's message as well as the entire series. So check it out today. Until next time, remember that Jesus loves you and so do we. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way. We'll see you on the next time.